Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Goodins. I hope you're all well. A very, very special podcast today for several reasons which we'll go on to uh, in a minute. But it is the return of the 27th Film Review Central News, or better known as FRC News. It's absolutely incredible to be back. I really, really appreciate all the recent support. It's going to be very, very interesting to see what you guys will be talking about. Let's get straight into this, though, because I've got a lot to tell you guys um, about, starting with uh, that this podcast has been uh, supported by the incredible people over at TV Times. TV Time is a is an app where you can keep track of what you're watching, discover what to watch next, and engage in a community of more than 12 million fans. Once you've watched an episode of a TV show or a film, note this down and it can tell you guys everything uh, that you guys will be recommended based on your uh, additions. I have got an a profile over there as well which you can uh, access simply by using my name Kieran Grudgings uh, the top of the podcast um, is how you correctly spell my name so make sure you go over there and get it correct I have watched a current 922 episodes of some TV shows and 687 films so what you guys can do you guys can compare what films have you watched and what films have you not watched and then sort of uh, have an idea about general conversations it's an incredible app you can download it from all good app stores so please make sure you go over there and download it as well it's a very very good app to start chatting about all things films and TV shows speaking about that that's exactly what we do over here on frc news as i picked five big news stories uh, mainly filmed this week as well um i want you guys to know about another thing i just want to um make a light of is that there's been a lot of marvel news that's been coming out over the past week and instead of dedicating all of the frc news to that i did a marvelous discussion uh on monday so There'll be no stories um, talking about MCU in this podcast, but that all the Marvel news, if you want to just talk about that or listen about that and share your opinions and know about my opinions, all you have to do is just go over there and listen to that podcast. I've dedicated a whole podcast on the MCU. But these are five big stories that I've found that you guys may or may not know about. And here is my opinion on them. Starting with Bloodshot 2, Vin Diesel returning for sequel to Valiant Comics adaptation. Bloodshot may have ended its theatrical run prematurely due to the global pandemic but the film was one of the first to hit video on demand early when movie theatres began shutting nationwide. Apparently the film did well enough during its limited theatrical release and on video on demand because a bloodshot tube with Vin Diesel is in the works according to DMG founder and CEO Dan Mintz. Mintz told CBR that there are plans for a bloodshot sequel and Diesel is expected to return to reprise the titular role. Mintz also pointed to the film's surprise success following its transition from theatres to VOD. He says, I think Bloodshot was very successful in that respect. A lot of people saw it and it did very well in the post-release rollout, but you can't use the same evaluation process pre-COVID to this. Vin Diesel and all those people going to continue? Yes, because it is so well and the response to it has been so amazing. It's just that the response has been in a non-transparent environment as opposed to a transparent environment like box office numbers. 
so I have seen Bloodshot. I saw Bloodshot at the beginning of lockdown when it went on video on demand. I, I managed to get it. Um, and it's a very interesting film, to say the least. Yeah, I, I've got my full uh, reviewer over on my website, Film Review Central. And you can also find out where it ranks uh, on other TV, on other films that have been released this year. And I was just a bit frustrated by it to say the least i think there were so many ways of on the story and the themes and and sort of the i the ideas and and the sort of decision making for me was all off however i think what comic book stories are trying to do is build that cinematic universe we've saw dc do it um marvel do it and you know, Image Comics has made some good films, which, to be fair, are really, really underrated. Uh, Dark Horse Comics as well have got more of these darker sort of comic book adaptations like uh, Sin City and, and Polar. Um, so everybody's trying to build that universe. Everybody's trying to do that. I think Valiant Comics are trying to do the exact same thing. Um, possibly they could have looked at different characters in, in their uh you know, catalogue to sort of expand it a, a universe. But I think Bloodshot was that idea of building it and I don't think it's done it as well and audience have not received it well. I'm interested to see a Bloodshot too. I'll definitely watch it because I'm a massive fan of Vin Diesel and I think superhero and action films are in such a prominent place in cinema at the moment. So I think yeah, the idea of, of having another superhero film, people are going to watch it because is it going to be something different or is it just going to follow that stereotype? I think they've got to make some big, big changes to think that if you're going to use Bloodshot like they used Arrow in the Arrowverse and Iron Man in the MCU to sort of build and expand this sort of ever-changing world, it has to be successful. It has to hit the ground running and it has to respond to audiences and I definitely think some people have responded well to this film. I'm not saying that um, my point of view is is what everybody thinks, but I just personally think that they need to improve upon this film if they're going to make it. Because I, oh, looking at the film and looking at my opinion on the film, it was just another superhero film in my mind. And it didn't really have that impact on me that I'd like to see. Um, because the premise was... Um, and the potential for this film could actually be really, really well. Moving on to the next story then with Gerard Butler to reprise his role in Olympus Has Fallen 4 or the Fallen films as they're most notably called. Uh, he'll be returning for Night Has Fallen which is the fourth instalment in the Fallen film franchise. 2013's Olympus Has Fallen was the first film in the series and it was followed by London Has Fallen and Angel Has Fallen. In the series, Butler plays Mike Banning, a former member of the US Army Special Forces. Uh, the first film centred around a terrorist assault on the White House and the plot revolved around Banning's mission to rescue the US president. Uh, in London Has Fallen, it followed a sim similar storyline where the 
US president went to London and had to protect the president uh, from assassination attempts in uh, our capital. And then Angel has fallen. Banning finds himself being framed and must work to clear his name. Deadline has confirmed that Butler will return for Night has Fallen and he will once again reprise his role as Banning, who has since been promoted from Secret Service agent to director. However, plot details for Night has Fallen are currently under lock and key. If you guys have listened to my top 10 favourite um, trilogies podcast, which I did a couple of months ago, check out if you already haven't. Um, I'll give you a little bit of a of a spoiler. And that one is uh, number 10. I really, really enjoy these films. It's what I like to call a film that you can switch off on and you can look at it and go, wow. The action sequences are brilliant. The fight choreography is brilliant. And them types of films, for me, are really, really interesting. A lot of people don't like them. A lot of people think they're ridiculous. They're too um, stupid and and stuff like that. But for the Fallen films, you care a lot more about the character. You learn a lot more about the character's backstory. This sort of... um, who the character, who the man actually is, which I think was a very, very big positive for the for the whole entire film. Um, I think there's so many positives throughout it, and I think you looked at the third film and it and it did sort of under underachieve because of the commercial success. It didn't really have a lot, but it came out in such a weird time where it came out in in August, where August of 2019 had some really, really big hitters in. Um, you know box office wise and and obviously linking with this you know fast and furious of the lion king reboot and avengers endgame we're still in cinemas by that point so there are so many things that you could say is wrong with the olympus films but really i can't see it i love it i think night has fallen as well that's really really intriguing um same as angel has fallen i thought you know they sort of have do have a deeper meaning um in terms of the the title and, and sort of how you perceive it so i'm looking forward to it I, I like gerard butler i think he's a good actor uh i've not seen him much in terms of his work i've obviously watched all three of them but i've seen him as more animated animated work um he was in tomorrow never dies as well and i a lot of people will know i'm a big bond fan so there's so many things here but i'm really really looking forward to seeing how uh, olympus has fallen develops in the new installment Speaking of new installments in big franchises, then Mads Milkinson is tipped to replace Johnny Depp as Grindelwald. James Bond and Rogue One star Mads Milkinson has been tipped to replace Johnny Depp as Dark Wizard Gellert Grindelwald in the next Fantastic Beast film. Depp stepped down from the role after losing his high-profile liberal case against the Sun newspaper over an article which labelled him as a wife-beater. Danish actor Mickelson is in early talks to replace Depp, according to multiple reports in the US. Deadline Hollywood said he's the first choice of Fantastic Beast director David Yates. Mickelson is no stranger to playing villains, having portrayed shady banker Le Chief opposite Daniel Craig in 2006 Bond film Casino Royale. Warner Brothers has given Fantastic Beasts a release date of July 2022. Production is underway in the UK, having been disrupted first by the pandemic and then by the uncertainty caused by Depp's trial. I think there's two parts of this story. I think there's obviously Depp stepping down because of his legal uh, case and and the different things sort of linked to that, but there's also a 
very very interesting way of looking at it saying who will replace him and obviously the idea that Mads Milkerson will come in I don't really want to talk a lot about depth and the trial because I should do a lot more research I should look at it in a different way but I think it's right that yes he did lose the case he has looked at this and he possibly is focusing on that and he doesn't want to give this film a bad name um, it's definitely very very interesting how an actor like that who obviously is paying paid a lot of money he was a massive massive feature of the crimes of Grindelwald he was a, he was linked into the Fantastic Beasts film um, very very loosely but there were so many things that could have happened in in Fantastic Beasts where they said you have to have Depp to be fair Depp was a is a fantastic actor but it's not like you definitely need him to play this role I think Mads Mikkelsen will do an incredible job and there's obviously that potential that he's trying to protect the film he's trying to protect his sort of career and his opportunities in in other projects so I don't really want to continue talking about Depp in terms of you know how this is this is sort of affected him as a person because honestly I don't know anything about it I didn't follow the trial um it, this is not what I want to talk about sort of on my news stuff I I completely understand people would like to hear my opinion on it but it's just something that I'm not really interested in in ter- if you look in the other way in, about Mads Milkerson I think that's a great choice I, I I followed his career um he's one of these actors which are not a lot of people sort of look at in terms of um exam um like a zam in all sort of ways and the war shows but he's an incredibly successful actor he he does some incredible films and the two i mentioned with uh, casino royale and rogue one being sort of these blockbusters that a lot of people are going to care for and i really really like that idea that marathon milkerson's going to be put into this i think working alongside sort of the heroes he's got a very very good relationship with that we saw that in um in casino royale with james bond and, and he made them t- scenes look really really tense so there is obviously a massive massive potential for him to come in and, and do the job and and sort of really really perform and i was really really happy that um he he's been even inquired and and the sort of the director and the producers are putting that faith in an actor because that i think probably improves people's um ideas and thinks you know yes they they want me i'm interested in the role but obviously we'll have to see how this story develops uh i was a big fan of the first two fantastic beast films uh i introduced them to my to my family um a couple of weeks back so you know they're definitely introducing my sister's a massive massive harry potter fan so you know she's definitely going to want to see what what comes next in this franchise and to be fair so do i let's move on then to the next bit of news here as sherlock's andrew scott reteams with his dark material star ruth wilson for new hbo movie sherlock's andrew scott is reteaming with his dark material materials co-star ruth wilson for a new hbo original movie oslo which has been written by tony award winner jt rogers is based on his play of the same name which will be held by barlett share who also directed it for the stage the plot is based on the true story of negotiations between a small group of israel 
Israel's pa- Palestine and one Norwegian couple, which led to the 1993 Oslo Peace Accords. The film will star th- also star Salim Diou, Walid Zuata, Jeff Wolfsberg, Igor Nair, Dov Glickman, Rotem Keenan, Itzik Cohen, Tobias Zilikas, and Sassin Gabby. Oslo will air on HBO and stream on HBO Max in 2021. It will be executive produced by La La Land's Mark Platt, Christy Maxo Krieger, and the legendary director Steven Spielberg. I really, really like Andrew Scott in uh, Sherlock. I've watched the first two seasons of that. I definitely want to watch a lot more because people are, are asking me about sort of ranking the series. What do you think about this moment? And I'm, every single time somebody says that, I go, oh, I've not really watched it or, you know, that's something I definitely need to work on. And so I'm definitely going to get back into it. And one of the reasons for that is because of how incredible he is. He's an incredible sort of actor. He portrays Moriarty. Fantastic. Fantastic. So I'm looking forward to seeing um, him in a different film. I, I want to watch the dark materials. I need to um, watch season one, of course, season two coming out this year and it's doing really, really well. I, I, I've been told on, on the box um, sort of in, in critic reviews and stuff like that. So listen, I think this is fantastic. The story and the plot of this film looks fantastic and Steven Spielberg won't sign up to any any other random project he's a fantastic actor who um actor and director who's done so much in terms of film and i'm in the process of watching all of his films and sort of looking at the genius behind these um massive massive classics but obviously he's producing it he's gonna have that sort of involvement so i'm really really looking forward to seeing this potential and again another good uh, thing for HBO Max getting some original content out there uh, streaming services have been a big part of cinema this year and I think what will set things apart is that original content and that sort of faith um, in in projects that they that they feel like they can work towards the final story here is a big one and the big one is it's the return of the Scorpion King as Dwayne Rock Johnson uh is producing and starring in a Scorpion King reboot. The rock star in The Mummy returns and 2002's The Scorpion King as Mafius, aka The Scorpion King. Now, 18 years later, his production company Seven Books Productions, which is such a class name, will bring the warrior back to our screens. He says that The Scorpion King was my first role ever on the silver screen and I'm honoured and excited to reimagine and deliver this cool mythology to a whole new generation. I wouldn't have had the career I'm lucky enough to have had it not been for the Scorpion King, and I'm thrilled that we here at Seven Books Productions can help create those same opportunities for other hard-working actors today. John Van Herman, who was nominated for an, for his, for an Oscar on his work on Straight Out Compton, is on board as a screenwriter. There's been no release date of that that is official uh yet i've never seen these films i i i never i've not seen one mummy film it's a franchise like um the alien films and and the matrix films which i've i've not watched yet but i'm definitely going to watch them and i 
I'm a big, big fan of The Rock. I think he's one of these actors where a lot of people will simply just go and watch his films because he is in it. You saw that with Baywatch, Central Intelligence, San Andreas, um, Skyscraper as well. And there, there might not be the best films. There might not be the, um, you know, the the most impressive films and, and Oscar contenders, but they're good, good films. You know, they're enjoyable films and they're films that a lot of people will will just go and literally watch and just enjoy what's next and sort of these characters and the rock does that brilliantly um you can't i can't really say much more on that because literally it's just been announced we've had no release date i think the rock has got so much on his plate at the moment in terms of projects because uh black adam and you know the fast and furious films whether he'll return to to them i don't know so there is so much potential for for the rock to sort of look at this franchise and think you know pass this on to a new generation i've never had a mummy film actually released where i will remember i can remember it that obviously 2002 one came out I, i'd just been born so i don't really know a, a lot about this fr- franchise as you can probably tell so there are so many potentials in terms of sort of looking at these films listen reboots are difficult reboots are there are some reboots that work some reboots that don't and we're going to be interested to see how you know this one fares some might do really well i.e the rocky films they've sort of had a fantastic um reboot but then we've also had sort of quite poor ones but um most notably probably terminator you look and think really you know is that reboot needed or is that reboot really really appreciated so it'll fall into either one of them categories but i'm really looking forward to seeing the rock back again and sort of having that passion about a a project and and getting his um production company out there and and making some really really uh, enjoyable projects so that is it for the frc news today thank you so much for listening if you guys um feel like i've not spoke about a story and you want to hear my opinions let me know let me know and i can either dedicate a podcast to that or i can speak to you directly and if you want to join me on a podcast to share your opinion let me know via my instagram frc underscore podcast i don't know what my next podcast will be about but there'll be something that you love see you in a bit